0: Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to this morning's prayer call. It is always a joy to come on the call with you. We serve a God who is faithful and true, and as we rise early in the morning to command the day, to be sure that it aligns with heaven, we say welcome. Welcome, Father. Welcome, Lord Jesus, and welcome, Holy Spirit. We receive your kindness this morning, and we receive the anointing that comes to the one who rises early. And I want to say welcome to all the saints of God, all of you that are on the line, and welcome to every pastor and layperson, to the clergy, to the intercessors. Good morning. And you know, good morning, New Destiny family. It was wonderful to see some of you last Sunday. We're looking forward to another great Sunday. We want to honor our Bishop and Pastor Adrian this morning. We thank God for them and for who they are. We ask that, the, that God would grant wisdom and insight <clears throat> excuse me, as they navigate these troubled days in which we find the church in. So we do thank the Lord for them. Praise the Lord. So let me introduce our team for this morning. And my name is Heather Dawson, and I will be the facilitator. And I have with me uh, Sister Yvette Antimenza. She will be praying over the prayer requests that have been sent to us. Remember, we love to pray. That's what we're all about, and we want to be in agreement with you concerning any matter because we believe in the power of prayer. So good morning, Sister Yvette. How are you?
1: Good morning, Elder Heather. I'm doing well. Thank you. How about you? I am doing well also, and it is
0: good to hear your voice. I miss seeing you in person, but praise God we can connect this way. Amen? So we have with us also... Uh, Sister Janice Allen. She is going to bring the morning's devotion out of the book of Joel in the Old Testament. <clears throat> but before she comes, um, I want to say good morning to her. How are you, Janice, this morning?
2: I'm doing very well. Thank you, Mother. God bless you.
0: Thank you. And it is good to hear your voice this morning also. So, before she comes, let's open up with a word of prayer. Father, we come before you this morning. We come before you with very grateful hearts because you never leave us, nor do you ever forsake us, that you are ever present. So, we ask that you help us to hear and to receive what you have for us this morning. We are your children that have been made righteous through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. We belong to you. We are seeking a deeper revelation of who you are and what you were doing in this time that we are living. We ask that you would reveal things to us, the hidden things that we have not known yet. We seek those things, Father. I ask, Lord, that you would use Sister Janice as she comes now, and may we hear you through her. I ask, Lord, that you would anoint her lips, that she might speak with power and authority as the Holy Spirit guides. These things I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So Janice, please come. We're ready for you.
2: Thank you, Mother Heather. And to everyone on the line this morning, I greet you, and I thank God for you. And I I am so honored this morning for our devotion. What we're going to be uh, talking about is I will. I will. This is Father God saying, I will restore the years, the locusts, has eaten. I will restore the years the locust has eaten. And it's from Joel chapter 2, verse 25. I'm going to read the amplified version of it and then I'll read the message version of it. And the message version is a little bit more, uh, verses extended to that. So that would be verses 25 through 27. Now, the am- amplified classic. It says in Joel 2.25, and I will restore or replace for you the years that the locust has eaten and the hopping locust and the stripping locust and the crawling locust, my great army, which I sent among you. The message version says, I will, no, it says, I'll make up for the years the locust the great locust devastation. Locusts savage. Locusts deadly. Fierce locusts. Locusts of doom. That great locust invasion. I sent your way. You'll eat your fill of good food. You'll be full of praises to your God. The God who has sent you back on your feet set you back on your feet in wonder never again will my people be despised you'll know without question what I am in the thick of life with Israel that in I'm your God yes your God the one and only real God never again will my people be de- despised the God in response to repentance Sends his deliverance. He sends his restoration to us as his people, and he's made this promise of restoring what was devastatingly taken in our labor, in our uh, planting, and in our harvest. This great devastation came year after year and after year and years and and. That's what's being restored is what was eaten. He will give back what was destroyed because causing uh, it to as if it never happened. Whenever God restores something, it's as if it never happened. And you can't find when or how or you know the story behind it, but you looking at the person, you could never say, well, I, I see where they were devastated, or I see how she had had this hard time. But only God can do this. Only God can restore what was eaten, and he promised to do this. And on top of that, he said, I will restore everything that was destroyed by the locusts in the year they came and devoured your produce, your fruit, your crops. I will replace it, and I'll make up for the years of devastation that came. You're going to have so much produce in the turnaround. You're, you'll have more seed for harvest. This is how our God rewards. This is how he restores. He, does, he doesn't just put you back on your feet and, okay, now you can go again. Now you all right again. Now, you've got breakthrough. No, on top of all of that, you're going to see the blessings of God. Look at Job. Job went through a devastation in his life. And why did he go through it? Because of the, I want to say that, that God was, in, in a sense, he knew what was in Job. And, and so he offered Job to be tested. He offered him to the enemy and said to the enemy, you go ahead and have, you know, but don't you touch his life. And so Job lost everything in the process. And in that process, there was so much more devastation that came after losing all that he had with his wife and, and through his friends, the, the negativity that was spoken, all of the, the things that had come to him uh, through their mouth, the, the, what the lies and, and all of what they were trying to discourage him to do. He, you must have sinned. You must have did something wrong. Why don't you just curse God and die? Through all of that testing, he stood, and he said, "Though he slay me, yet will I trust you. And in this passage in Joel, two uh, twenty-five, I wonder if this is really a, a test of our faith to be to to for the locust to devour every year of our crops and. Our, of of our produce, and is this a testing of the Lord to see what is really in our hearts for him? Will we trust him? Will we stay or will we go? I'm looking at this, and, and I'm asking these questions to myself and to us, but only God knows. But as we move on and we repent, this repentance leads us back to, being delivered from the years that this devastation has gone on. And it restores us to a place of uh, overflow, of abundance. And it gives us uh, um, the breakthrough that we've been longing for. And to just think about toiling in the fields and planting and then waiting and the rain coming and the rain just, you know, Uh, the sun coming out and you're looking for this crop and only to see it start to sprout up and then the locusts come and devour it. That could be disheartening. And, And it's hard. These years of devastation, they're hard. And you're going to, but you're going to see when God restores, you're going to see the fruit of your labor, the fruit of your prayers. The fruit of his love over you. Your lives are going to reflect the goodness of our God. And looking at the devastation of these years, they could be years of fruitless fruitless years, painful years, selfish years, loveless years, rebellious years, misdirected years. And you know, the point of having to to um repent it's only because we want to keep in us a pure heart and and asking God to renew this right spirit within us. Because I remember there was, and years have passed, I didn't know this was in my heart. And God caused me to see this person. It had been years since I'd seen them. And when I saw them, the same nasty spirit that was there that was taunting me and, and trying to, Uh, devastate me and to to manipulate me and to control me. All of that, that same spirit was in the same person. And I got home, you know, I I spoke, I was cordial. I got home and I was just thinking about it. I'm like, oh, that was ugly. That same ugly spirit is still there after all these years. And I heard the Holy Spirit say to me, forgive her. Forgive her. And I was like, oh, wow, God, I didn't think I had anything there. I didn't think I held anything against her. And I forgive her, Lord. I do. I forgive her. And I said, but I asked the question, Lord, what was it? Well, what is it that was still there? And he said to me, any time that you are holding blame against someone for what happened in your life or what didn't happen, you are holding unforgiveness. Ah, oh, my God. I was, like, overwhelmed, like, wow, Father, forgive me. All these years, that was there. So you see the importance that I had, the responsibility, and especially when Holy Spirit is bringing it up, because he, well, he don't just bring things up to bring them up. It's time to deal with that thing right there, that part. Like, this <laughs> I have a sister that says the same thing. He wants to deal with that. God wants to deal with that. So it was to my advantage because it was coming to bring deliverance to me to say, I forgive her. And going on here, looking at what God restores, then God says, I will restore, I will replace what was eaten. You will regain more than you've lost because you trust me, because you've repented. And repentance always leads to restoration, as our bishop so wonderfully gave us that lesson and spoke to us about. So there will be a time of refreshing. Not only will you be restored back all of those years of devastation, but there will be a time of refreshing in Acts 3 and 19. It says, and now you must repent and turn back to God so that your sins will be removed and so that time of refreshing will spring from the presence of God. Where does that time of refreshing spring from? The presence of God. So you have ever, if you have ever been in a place of longing or need and you've had the Father come through and, and just refresh your spirit and refresh you and renew you and, and restore you, it's a great time and you'll never forget being in the presence of God. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. Thank you that you are restoring and that we've repented, Father God, and that you are renewing and that you are replacing and that you are keeping us, Father God, true to our hearts for you by giving us these tests and taking us through. Father, the operative word is through and you never leave us. You bring us through to the other side, and on the other side, there's refreshing, there's renewal. We thank you for your love for us, that you've always been there. You've never failed, and you're not here to cause us to fail. You're here to help us make it through. You're here to give us what we need when we need it, and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen.
0: What a wonderful word this morning. Thank you, Janice. Thank you so much. That was that was encouraging people. Did you hear did she did you hear what she shared this morning from the Word? How good our God is that He says, I will restore in other words, I will give back to you in great abundance and it will be as if it had never happened. That's how faithful our God is. So praise the Lord. Thank you, um, Janice, for that. I want to go to uh, Sister Yvette now, and I'm going to ask her to come with the
1: morning's prayer request. Sister Yvette. Yes, uh, Elder. I want to extend greetings to Bishop Smith and Pastor Adrian, also to all of you on the line. Thank you for praying this morning. Mr. Janice, thank you so much for that uh, powerful uh, revelation this morning. Uh, we did not receive any prayer requests, but we will be praying for our nation this morning. I believe God is waiting for us and will be delighted that we bring our intercession and supplication regarding our nation, for America is so dear to his heart. Amen. So let's come to the Lord in prayer this morning. Father, we lift up to you the United States of America this morning. We are aware that you call this nation as a voice to bring your gospel to the nations of the world. That's why the enemy is after the soul of our nation, and he wants destruction for this nation. Lord God, we know, Lord God, that you have never lifted your hands off from us and left us as a nation in the midst of what we are experiencing, Lord God, from viral pandemic, issues on our economy, businesses and bankruptcy, millions losing their jobs, uh, rising suicides and domestic violence, racial tensions, a nation divided by hatred, high divorce rates, lawlessness, ungodly lifestyle, increased law-breaking, mob rule, and exploding crime on the streets, Christian churches and denominations departing from the faith, moral purity, and even the Lordship of Christ, and much more going on around us. Lord, we are confident, knowing that you have never left nor have forsaken our nation, Lord God. America is still in your hands, and your intent is to fulfill your dreams and visions for this nation we declare this morning lord god that the united states of america is a nation on the hill that will show forth your light into the earth your will shall be done you are reordering and rearranging things in the spirit and lord god you're about to take the center stage and manifest your glory and show yourself as the one who is supreme in this nation. We cry out, Lord God, for revival and awakening, oh God, of the church and awakening of the lost in the name of Jesus. Father, we bind this morning all anti-God spirit, all spirit, of God, that is not uh, like Christ in operation in our nation. We cancel and nullify all evil intents of the enemy to destroy our heritage as a nation. Father, execute justice on the works of darkness. Deliver America, Lord God, from those who oppose your plans and purposes, Lord God, you have intended to fulfill in in this great nation. We let loose the light of God, Lord God, shining in our nation. Anoint and empower us your church. Lord God, for we play an important role as we are the light and the salt of the earth, according to Matthew 5, 13 to 16. Father, you have used significant change agents on the earth for significant times. Empower your church in this hour. Use each one of us, O God, individually and as a corporate body. Help your ecclesia to manifest the light of God. Father, we pray your kingdom come, your will be done in the United States of America. Let you arise and le- let the enemy be scattered. Let the church arise and show for your light. Let the light of God through your church manifest and dominate the atmosphere in the name of Jesus. Let every knee bow down and every tongue confess that Jesus, you are the only God. Hallelujah. Father, we cry out, Lord God, for our nation's leader from local to State, to national leaders, to arise and shine and lead our nation to righteous path, oh God, the ancient path, path toward godliness. Lord God, pour out your spirit to awaken them to righteousness and godliness. We declare righteous rulers to occupy positions of authority in our government. Father, we declare displacement of those with evil agenda pertaining our nation. Let wickedness be destroyed and let righteousness alone prevail in all areas of our nation. We put our trust in you, O God, and in your promises to bring supernatural turnarounds and breakthroughs, Lord God, pertaining our nation's current conditions, O God. Father, prevent... (coughs) Prevent the enemy from prevailing over his destructive agenda, Lord God. Let your church be steadfast in prayer and in declaration of your word, so that your judgment can be rendered quickly. We stand in agreement with the courts of heaven and declare God's righteous reign upon the United States of America, according to Luke 187 to eight. Let your fire fall in all aspects of our nation. And, Lord God, burn everything that is not like you. Lord God, in Isaiah fifty four fourteen In righteousness the United States of America shall be established. Tyranny will be far from you. You will have nothing to fear. Terror will be far removed. It will not come near you. So, Father, we thank you, O oh God. Cover this nation with your blood. We thank you, Lord God, you are moving. You are not done. You are not finished. And what you had begun, you are able to complete, oh God. This nation belongs to you. And we thank you, Lord God, for receiving and hearing our prayers this morning. All this we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Eva. You know, I believe that. The Lord wanted you to pray that prayer this morning. Our nation, our nation is dear to the heart of God. As it is to us, we, the people that live in the United States of America. And, you know, it's important that we remember to pray. And, you know, as the Lord led uh, Sister Yvette this morning... We just want to seal that prayer in the precious blood of Jesus, that not one word of it can be stolen or taken or destroyed. We believe in the power of prayer, and that was a powerful prayer. So thank you, uh, Yvette, for that this morning. Let us go back to Janice um, to see if she has anything further that she would like to share with us this morning. Janice? Take your phone off mute, Janice. Okay. Well, maybe she'll come on in a moment. Thank you. I'm <laughs> oh, there you are. There you are. Good morning again.
2: <laughs> I just wanted to remind that uh, the restoration is here. The The years, Of of devastation is over and the renewal is here and for Mm -hmm. us to be reminded that God is the God of restoration and to be encouraged and to be strengthened in the power of his might now our surroundings may be the same but the promises of God are true and but will be will not be the same because of his presence we are changed in his presence. So I just wanted to encourage and remind us of that this morning. Thank you, Mother.
0: Thank you. And that was, that was very encouraging. That was, um, I like that. That was good. <laughs> it may look the same, but you know what? God is in the restoration business, and that is exactly what he is doing. He is restoring us to an even greater place and he is going to take care of us. doesn't matter how it looks around us. I just want to see if Bishop has anything that he would like to say this morning. Bishop, do you want to say anything before we bring our uh, call to an end?
3: Thank you so much, Elder. I want to say good morning to you and good morning to everyone that's on the line. What a wonderful word from Sister Janice and a powerful prayer from Sister Yvette. Uh, you know, God is so faithful, and I really believe, as you said, Elder, that the Lord led Sister Yvette for the prayer and Janice for the wonderful devotion. That there's things going on in the spirit that's manifesting themselves in the natural right now that we've never really encountered before. We're, we're I believe, and hear me when I say this. We're headed for some tough times in the body of Christ. I'm going to ask a question. I want you to think about it. If the church went through persecution, how would you handle it? How would you handle it? And I think the church is about to go through some things. And we have to, we have to prepare our hearts uh, as Janice said when she talked about Job, um, the Lord allows us to be tested. But in the process, we're restored. We we come, we're, we're, God brings us back to a state as if nothing had ever taken place and we're better. Now, when that happens, I want you to see the restoration process. According to the origin of man. You say, okay, Bishop, what is the origin of man? The origin is God's original intent, God's original purpose for a thing. That's the process of restoration. We go back to our origin, the purpose, the intent, and which God called us to be in the earth ram. That's what he does. That's what the restoration process does. It puts us back to that original purpose, the original intent, as you would uh, uh, allow a car to come off the assembly line, and you restore the car. A true restoration job is not um, really complete. It doesn't. Uh, go back to its place of value and able to hold the value unless you put that car the same way it was when it was created and came off the assembly line. The the, the numbers have to match. The, the hubcaps or the wheels have to match and all these types of things. That's the original intent. That's when it has its value. I believe that's what God, is doing and He will do with us when we repent before God and our hearts are right before God. It is so key. I want to ask you all as intercessors a few things. Please, I'm asking from a sincere place in my heart, pray for our young people. They're in desperate need of prayer. Uh, The world... uh, The enemy and vices are pulling them all kinds of ways. Then I'm going to also ask you to pray for men, pray for the fathers, that they find their rightful place in God, and they once again become the head of their household and the leaders of their households, that they present themselves before God. It is vitally important that men, and if you're on the line, please hear me, that we present ourselves before God. Adam failed to present himself before God because he had fallen into sin. And as I always say, sin makes cowards of men. We have to present ourselves before God. And as we do, God will give us what we need as the head of our households, as the male seed to be able to take care of the things that God has placed us over in the airframe. May you all have a great day today and a great rest of the week. We look forward to seeing you. uh, uh, What's today? Today's Thursday. No prayer call tomorrow. We'll see you Saturday at prayer and also on the weekend. Pastor Adrian and I, we love you so much. Thank you so much, Elder Heather, for allowing uh, us to uh, share our hearts this morning. God bless.
0: God bless you, Bishop. Thank you. And you know, I pray that you wrote that down, um, taking it to heart, what Bishop shared about praying for our young people. It's heartbreaking when you see what is happening to them, that they're being caught up in the things of this world, that they are being enticed and pulled into things that will destroy them. It will not lift them up. It will not build them up, but it will destroy them. And yes, we need to pray for our men; they need to be the priests of their home. They need to understand who they are, what their position is. They need to be encouraged. you know women encourage your- your men and give them encouragement daily that they will just come before God and be the man that God has called them to be. Those are so vital. Thank you, Bishop, for all that you said and for what you just shared um because it's so important, and I am grateful. I am grateful to God. You know, this prayer call is really important. This prayer call puts things out, and, you know, and we put it out at the beginning of a brand-new day when His mercies are new every morning, and we come before Him, and we ask Him to set our day. We want to align with heaven. And as the bishop said, you know, it's not the days ahead, there's persecution coming to the church. So build yourself up. Get into the word. Let the word just saturate yourself with it. Let that word build in you. Don't be fearful. Don't 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 get afraid. See, God he doesn't intend for you to be afraid. He says, I will make a way where there seems to be none. And as we see the church being attacked, persecuted, God will put a covering over you. He will give you the ability to stand because God is still in control. God has have not and will not. Let us go. So be encouraged this morning. I want to thank um, Sister Jamis for that powerful word this morning and also um, Sister Yvette for that powerful prayer for our nation. Our nation needs prayer. Don't forget to pray for our nation. It's vital. Hallelujah. And I thank Bishop for what he shared this morning. You know, we've been blessed this morning. I've been blessed this morning. I know you've been blessed. So we can go forth this day with joy in our heart. Amen. So let's close out with a word of prayer. Father, we believe everything you say about us in your word is true. That we are blessed. We're blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. We have been chosen by you. You marked us, Lord. And if you have marked us, then we are your own. We have been redeemed through the blood of Jesus. We're saved by your grace, and we are seated in heavenly places. In Christ Jesus. And we are your workmanship. We are your workmanship. And we are more than a conqueror. We are overcomers. We're overcomers. And everything you say about us is true. So we ask that you walk with us. That you walk with us throughout this day. Provide what we have need of. Not what we want, but what we have need of. And we ask that you bring peace into every situation that faces us this day. We love you and we ask these things in Jesus' mighty name. And as Bishop Mention there is no prayer call tomorrow, but there will be corporate prayer on Saturday. So please join us, corporate prayer at 7 a.m., and that is through streaming. God bless each and every one of you. I know that you, uh, you have been built up this morning, so praise God. Praise God. So I'm going to ask Sister Kathy if she will open the line, and we're going to spend a few moments together in worship and prayer. Sister Kathy, open it up, please.